0: Do you remember the time someone asked you to go to the prom with him? Or how about the time your boyfriend finally proposed to you? How did you feel? Were you giddy? Excited? Over the moon? Scared? In both scenarios, I would feel there would be excitement and anticipation for you and the person asking. The anticipation for the answer to the question, will you marry me? Or will you go to the prom with me? Hopefully, you answered yes. Today, we will be talking about how to say yes to peace. I hope that by the end of our time together, you will feel excited to say yes to the one who is asking you. Welcome to Digging Deep for Treasures podcast. This is your host, Sale Valoria, a Christian author and a retired teacher. This podcast is to encourage women to grow in their faith and harness the power of the Holy Spirit as we unearth scriptural truths so that we can live a peace-filled life in this fear-prone world. Now sit back, relax, and let's dig deep for treasures from His Word. Wobbling through the cramped space filled with cuts on both sides, my mom and I inched our way to our accommodation for the night. The strong stench of diesel and the rocking motion aggravated the nauseous feeling in my stomach. I held Mummy's hand tighter as I noticed the pounding in my heart and my shaking fingers. Would we make it through the night? Will those humongous waves wrecking this boat flip it over? Are we going to find ourselves floating Or sinking in the chilly waters of the Pacific Ocean in the deep of the night. As we reached our cots, I noticed a lifeboat and several life preservers hanging on the sides of the three story vessel that would take us to an island 11 hours away. This gave me some comfort. Battling anxiety since I was in elementary school, it continued through high school until I met and accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. But like the huge waves wrecking our boat, it re-emerged and peaked during menopause. The extended period of suffering from worries and fears exhausted me. Recently, I experienced a similar lassitude slowly creep back into my heart. Not from anxiety or fears, but from serving. For the past year and a half, I have been taking care of my dad full-time without a lot of help or break and I found myself crying buckets of tears every now and then. Not that I did not want to take care of him. It was just that I was overwhelmed, exhausted, and drained. When we serve and keep serving on top of the other things we must do, we come to times of weariness. In fact, just tonight, I was juggling cooking spaghetti and meatballs for my husband and myself while cooking a separate meal for my dad. And at the same time, listening in on a Zoom call. I felt like a juggler in that boat my mom and I were, and steady on my feet and trying to perfect my juggling act. You may be familiar with situations in life that makes you feel this way. You might be a single mom who must eat breakfast in the car to get one child to school and the other to a dentist appointment before you rush to work. Or you might be a college student who, after a half day of attending class and the rest of the day working as a student assistant, must burn the midnight candle to study for an early morning exam. In Dr. Tiffany Pierce's book, Peace Stealers, 21 Reasons Why You're Anxious, Why It Matters, and what to do about it, she mentions obligations as the number seven peace stealer. This was my peace stealer. It can happen to all of us. These are times when we need rescuing, a lifeline, and a life preserver. According to vocabulary.com, the term lifeline was first coined in the 1700s referring to a rope That either protects you from falling off or that you can throw to someone who's drowning. It is also used to name the line that propels a deep-sea diver up or down the water. Merriam-Webster defines it as something that provides help or support that is needed for success or survival. We all seek different ways and strategies, various lifelines, to relieve or ease us of our stress and weariness. Frequently, I've called my best friend to unburden what has been heavy in my heart. I've also indulged my hobbies, from flower arranging, to baking, to gardening. I call them my therapy. Though these are good, they're only temporary fixes, like a band-aid on a wound. What kind of band-aids have you used for the times when you feel weary? Psalm 46 one says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So, let's unearth treasures in God's Word and see what He says. We will be looking at the 11th chapter of Matthew and focusing on verse 28 for today. But before we do, let me give you a summary of what has happened in this chapter. After Jesus sent his 12 apostles on separate missionary journeys, Jesus continues to Galilee to teach and preach. John the Baptist was in prison and began to have doubts whether Jesus was really the Messiah they had been waiting for. So he sent his disciples to Jesus to ask him if he was the one who was to come or if they should expect someone else. Jesus addressed John's doubts. By pointing to the obvious evidence of him healing the blind, lame, deaf, curing lepers, raising the dead, and preaching the good news to the poor. Jesus denounced the cities and towns where people saw Jesus firsthand, continued in their unbelief, and stubbornly refused to repent of their sins. Then Jesus prayed to the Father, mentioning two kinds of people the clever and the wise, who are arrogant in their knowledge, and the childlike, who are open to receive the truth of His Word. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28-30 offers us three steps to saying yes to peace and rest. For this episode, we will be looking exclusively at Matthew 28. It says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus says, Come to me. He invites us to come to him. He calls us. Going to him means voluntarily moving towards him. He beckons us, not forces us. Just like your boyfriend anticipated your answer to marry him, or the boy inviting you to the prom waited for you to say yes, Jesus awaits our answer to say yes to going to him. Called people respond, but we must come with childlike faith. Jesus calls all who labor and are heavy laden. Do you labor? Are you heavy laden? Then he has called you. Called people Respond because they are given understanding. God has given them a discernment of their need for a Savior. They realize the burden they are carrying. Do you recognize your need for Jesus? Unless you do, and unless I do, His invitation will remain just that. Called people respond, and when they do, Jesus Gives them rest. God is big on rest. Even after six days of creating, He rested. He designated the Sabbath as a day to stop laboring. God knows what we need, and rest is one of them. But we also need to understand that true rest comes only from Him. So, will you say yes to His call to come to Him? He is waiting for your answer, so He can give you that rest and peace He so wants to give. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Digging Deep for Treasures. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to subscribe so you don't miss any future ones. Of course, it would be amazing if you leave a rating and review. This will help more women find the podcast and grow in their faith and peace. If you're not sure how to leave a rating and review, click on the podcast app you are listening to and look for the ratings and review option. I'd also like to invite you to join my private Facebook group so we can get to know each other more. It's a great community where we can engage, learn, and grow together. Just hop on to at Digging Deep for Treasures. Then enter your name and email, and you'll receive an invite for the group. You can also connect with me on my website, cecilevaloria.com, or on Instagram at, at Valoria Cecile. Thank you once again, and may you have a blessed week. See you next week.